0: Welcome to Herrick Does That, a podcast on current legal topics, relevant industry and legal trends, and significant developments in the law, brought to you by the attorneys of Herrick Feinstein. I'm Erwin Kishner, Herrick's executive chairman, and I want to thank you for joining us.
1: Good morning, everyone. Uh, let me first introduce myself. I'm George Wolf. I am a managing director at Aon. I am the head of of the law firm advisory group at Aon. And at Aon, we very much believe in diversity, equity and inclusion. And then with that in mind, I started a series of articles on DEI to focus specifically on different backgrounds and younger partners who had overcome serious hurdles and differences in not just growing up, but going through their, their schooling, and one day, arriving at a law firm to see a brand new world of more hurdles, less diversity, and bringing us to the world of what well, I'd like to refer to as a culture of caring. And in that regard, Liliana and I had a conversation, I'll call it an interview, which an article was created, which highlighted Liliana's incredible upbringing and challenges she faced. And let me introduce Liliana Chang to our audience.
0: Thank you, George. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your diversity project at Aon. As you know, diversity means a lot to me. We've known each other for over a decade now, and I'm happy to be discussing this with you. Just a little bit about my background. I am a partner in the corporate department at Eric Feinstein, a New York-based law firm, um, where I am a member of the diversity committee, Um, My practice is mostly in M&A, mergers and acquisitions, and um, I'm happy to be part of this conversation.
1: So Liliana, just very briefly, give us just a snapshot of your beginnings and how you arrived at Herrick Feinstein as a young lawyer.
0: My background was in finance and investments. I never thought of going to law school, but Uh, When I decided to go to law school, there was a program called the New York City Bar Diversity Fellowship that placed students in law firms. And I applied to that program. I got in. I was placed at a law firm after my first year of law school. And then I really liked the private practice. And then later on, I when I finished that, Summer clerkship, I interviewed at other law firms. That's how I found Herrick. And just through the on-campus recruitment process, that's how I landed at Herrick. Um, At that point, as a student, we just applied to a lot of law firms. It was 2008. Um, I applied to Herrick. I did my research. I, I spoke with a lot of people at Herrick. And I ended up really liking it. I got a position there as a summer in 2009, and then I, I received a, a full-time offer to return in 2010, and that's where I have been since then.
1: That's very powerful that you would arrive at Hurric as a, as a summer intern, take an offer as a first-year walk into the corporate department, and if I remember correctly, at the time you joined the corporate department, there were very few candidates of diversity or even women in that department is that correct
0: it was very intimidating I have to say so I worked really really hard I was very afraid of not doing well and you know and it turned out to be okay
1: so in my career Liliana and I did meet you as a young associate at Herg in my career I had the opportunity of mentoring many young associates and uh, junior partners and younger partners as well. Some of them are now in leadership positions in, in firms all over the country. And very often when I have conversations with them, I, I sometimes have to remind them of the hurdles they faced and to you know think back to those hurdles and to be as inclusive as possible and specifically to think about you know mentoring and supporting future leaders so with that in mind because i personally believe that you know supporting future leaders is very critical to the sustainability of law firms not just for succession purposes but for purposes of seeing that law firm thrive and you know really develop culturally so you know have you you know, had the opportunity to mentor anyone within your own firm. Now that you're a younger partner, do you have any particular success stories that you'd like to share?
0: So mentoring happens naturally and happens all the time. Um, I think that by nature, I'm a very social person. I like to make friends and I think that's, that's also part of mentoring, right? Um, I don't know if I can share any specific stories, just because they are so personal. I think, but what I would say is that the the most meaningful part in serving as a mentor is really knowing that I've made a difference, that I've made it better for others. My road wasn't easy. I don't think about it, but when people mention it, I I I instantly. Think about it. So to make things easier for others, to help others, it it means a lot to me. Um, I think that what is really important when when we mentor. Is that it's a real mentoring relationship, right, that it is based on trust and not just on a program or in a formal request from someone to mentor another person. But it's a it's a relationship that is natural and spontaneous and from that as a byproduct you make new friends and at work where we spend so much time it is important to have friends it is important to have a support system it is important to to have people that you can trust that that can help you right so to me that that's that's the most meaningful part of mentoring. All the stories that I have are from friends that I've made through mentoring, whether I mentor them, they mentor me. um, And it just makes the workplace a better place. Does that answer your question?
1: Yes. Well, let Hmm. me go one step further. Did you have a a career mentor, a life mentor that helped you along the way uh, achieve all the things that you've you've now accomplished
0: i had a lot of friends at work and i still have a lot of friends at work right so i i don't know that i had a specific person that serves as a mentor that i'll go to for everything and remember i i come from a very different background I don't have a specific person. I had a lot of role models, I had a lot of friends that I went to and I think that helped a lot. And and that is also diverse, right? I had a diverse group of people that I was able to go to for guidance.
1: So, you know, talking about diversity, let's talk about diversity of thought and how that drives innovation within law firms. You know, how do, you know, how do you think law firms today could introduce that into their delivery of services and into their leadership and business decision-making. You know, have you given any thought, not only to you personally, but how your firm and other law firms could introduce diversity of thought into their um, everyday business lives?
0: I think that's a very easy question to answer, but maybe harder to execute. I think the way to do that is really creating teams that, that that are diverse to serve your clients. If you have a big project, does it make sense that it's made up, made up of three people with the same background, born in the same decade, with the same ideas? You're just not serving your clients efficiently that way. Lawyers are not just People who memorialize things, who, who just execute ideas, we are problem solvers. And in order to solve problems, you have to come up with ideas and you have to have a broad, you know, set of mind and, and, and be open to everything. And the only way to do it is to have a diverse team. So I think creating teams that are diverse to serve clients is, is the way to go.
1: You know, speaking of the way to go, let's now introduce the client aspect of this. And let's talk about strengthening client relationships through diversity. Um, I personally believe that talking to your clients, including clients in your diversity initiatives, even considering diverse segments, would, you know, help a firm strengthen their relationships with clients, understand what their clients are looking for better understand what their own talent within their firms are looking for. What are your thoughts on involving clients moving forward with diversity, diversity of thought, inclusion, and so on?
0: I think that's a great idea. I think clients have that in mind already. And, you know, if we can work together in creating a more diverse team, I I don't see anything but positive things coming out of it. I think clients have Every right to request certain, you know, um, team members, a certain composition of a team. Um, I think that if we work together, it'll be it'll be a better product.
1: Because clients are really um, they're your your partners in these undertakings. You are looking to serve your clients 24/7. You need to understand your clients as well as possible, and what better way of doing it than inviting them to the table, uh, understanding what their views are, better moving forward in you know uh, in a like way, which now takes me to the leadership aspect of diversity, and you know I um, I I'm a very strong believer in the powerful powerful wisdom of experience, um, being a great teacher. And with that, I believe that law firm leaders and leadership um, need to expose younger leaders um, across the board into their own way of thinking and understanding the culture of firms how they're trying to broaden the culture of firms and understanding, you know, the lawyers within their firm to that end, I'm a a strong believer in shadow executive committees, you know, with an emphasis on broader views, diverse views, the different paths taken to getting there. Give me some ideas that, you know, you believe might work in that regard. I mean, I believe senior leaders must always be willing to, to learn by listening to being as inclusive as possible. You're a young partner in a growing, stable, vibrant law firm. I believe you would bring a lot to the table to your firm. How do you think that Herc and other firms could, could weave that into the fabric of their leadership?
0: So George, you, you have said it all. That's what consultants (laughs) do, right? You, You have said it all, right? When, same responses to what you said about involving clients you know involving you know committees are also colleagues can also sometimes be viewed as clients too so you know when we talked about inviting clients point of view before I want I want to make it clear it's not just being reactive right it's not just just asking them what they want what kind of team they want serving you know their needs it's also being, proactive about it, being diverse and not just answering to what they need, but having that in place already and saying, what else can we do? Is there more we can do? So when you talk about law firms and growing succession, it's the same thing, right? We, we have to make sure that committees and that planning, that, you know, whatever takes place at the management level also includes a diverse team so that we can cater to everyone's needs and we make sure that that's how we grow because growing is about everyone growing and not just, you know, one group of people, right? So I think diversity matters, you know, whether you're serving a client, whether you think about the management of the firm, you know, succession plans and all of that. And it's it's by making more diverse teams, by including people from different backgrounds, different age groups, different genders, different everything. So we can all give our point of view and then come up with the best best strategy for everyone. So I think that's, that you answer your own question.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's about knowing your firm better, right? And who is your firm? Your firm is your, your people. Yep. And, and, you know, there's a reason we labeled the interview that you and I initially did a culture of caring because you have to care about your people. You have to care about your firm. You have to care about your clients. And what better way to do that than to know your firm better and to involve them and your clients in decision-making? So I think you are a role model, Liliana. I greatly respect everything you've accomplished, and I will sit back in amazement and watch you accomplish a lot more in your career. And thanks so much for being part of this discussion today. I thoroughly enjoyed this.
0: Thank you. And George, you know, it really it's really amazing how much we can accomplish by just listening. And you have always listened. I thank you for, for doing that and for mentoring me for so long. So thank you.
1: And thank you to Herrick Feinstein, your great firm for allowing us to do this today.
0: Thank you very much for joining us for Herrick's podcast. Herrick Does That. To learn more about our firm and to listen to additional recordings, please visit us at www.herrick.com.